Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a retired RN, and I know to eat vegetables and stuff like that. I was taking my Balance of Nature because I was always tired. I was so weak, I could hardly get around. And so when I went on it, you wouldn't believe, in the first three weeks, I was hopping around and everybody said, what the heck are you taking? I said, balance of nature, get yourself some and see how it feels. (laughs) Listen, anybody I get a chance to say it when they go, what the heck do you take? I say, balance of nature. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code Kate. Hi, everybody. This is Kate. Hey, go to preparewithkate.com. Right now, you can get some food storage in your home, and you can get such a savings on it. You can get a three-month supply with $150 off, or you can get a four-day supply uh, for $297. There's some great deals right now, and the best part is you can actually pay over time, but get it in your house right now. So I'm I'm really letting you guys know, preparewithkate.com. It puts you right into Patriot Supply. They're a fantastic company with fantastic products products. And I urge you to go ahead and get some food now as prices are going to be doubling and scarcity is going to be happening. So please get some food under your roof. Prepare with Kate.com. Thanks guys. Hey guys, Kate here. Hey, I just wanted to make sure that you realize the Pure Body Spray, the Zeolite Spray, there's an ad for that on the bottom of my homepage. You guys might want to grab that. In fact, I'm seeing a lot of really great results from it. This is the one my daughters turned me on to and they give it to their kids. But also for older people as well, um, because of the metals in our body, the things that are uh, so toxic, they think this is what's causing all the Alzheimer's and dementia to happen. And so if that's the case, this Pure Body Spray, all you do a spray it in your mouth tastes like water you don't even taste anything and a couple times a day and it adheres to the metals and the toxins in your body and takes them out and so this is an important spray with everything going on all of the things showering down on our heads and everything else this is something that you're going to want in your arsenal so i highly highly recommend this uh pure body zeolite spray okay uh, make sure and go to the link on the bottom of my homepage. You'll feel better, less brain fog, all kinds of different things that you'll see from getting those toxins out of your body, your liver, everything else. Zeolite spray is amazing, and this is the purest form on the market, so make sure and get it. Lamar. We tried to be a normal talk show once. Worst two minutes of our lives. The Kate Daly Show starts now. a serious crisis to go to waste. And what I mean by that, it's an opportunity to do things that you think you could not do before. The the way we're going to win over the long term is not just militarily. We've got to give them a stake in creating the kind of uh, uh, world order. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. After 1989, President Bush kept said, and it's a phrase that I often use myself, that we needed a new world order, and instead it looks like we got a lot of disorder. 
welcome. Kate Daly Show at your service today. I hope that you are doing well out there. And I'm glad you're listening in live. Really appreciate you. Um, you know, that was a really creepy clip from Creepy George Sr. Um, you know, did you notice how he had to bolster up the U.N. by saying they were credible? He had to say the credible U.N., the credible United Nations. Why would he have to say that? Why would you have to bolster that up? Why would you have to sell it and market it if it were true? Right. And then he said, uh, he said, we're going to do this and we and we will. Right. We will be successful in doing this. We will do this. You guys all heard that, I'm sure. But it was really, really, really creepy when you really listen to what he actually said and how he said it. Um, So we'll be talking about how this new world order works the underlying pinnings of it. And uh, we have uh, one of my faves, Investigator Dave. Uh, How are you? I'm great. Excellent. Excellent. How's the state of Wisconsin? Healthy and ready to go. And Wisconsin is freezing, I'm going to guess. Yeah, it's uh, well, freezing. It's eight degrees today. (laughs) Okay, that's freezing. Dave, that's freezing. Yeah. <laughs> That's really, really cold. But, uh, you know, kudos to you because, you know, I, I love that you love it there. Well, That's awesome. Yeah, I went to a high school hockey game last night, girls' team, mm-hmm. and it was like a minus 10. Uh huh. But it was fun. Minus 10. And we all enjoyed it, and the girls won. So, Jeez. You know. I, yeah, it doesn't even need to be inside an arena, does it? Just outside. Uh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I, you know, looking at that uh, George Bush clip, listening to it again, you know, the incredible United Nations and having to market and sell that to us. They still are, by the way. They're still trying to sell us on climate change, human caused, which we know it isn't. It's cyclical, but it's not human caused. And we also know that they're still trying to sell us on the UN, uh, t- basically taking over. Uh, but we're going to be talking about a lot of how this has worked over the years with Dave. So this will yeah. be a, an excellent Friday show. But we first need to start out with why is there a Chinese blimp hovering over Montana? So anything, any thoughts on why? Because I have my thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts, though, on why they would allow, why we would not shoot that down. Why would we not uh, be worried that something was in, you know, hovering over our country? Um, Okay, a couple of reasons. Well, number one, you know, this is a flight pattern from Japan and China, right? Mm -hmm. During the the Second World War, the Japanese sent several fire balloons over it. Mm-hmm. They landed in Oregon and Washington, southern Washington, caused some forest fires. Um, that was their way of bombing the U.S. with mm-hmm. balloons. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. They traveled all the way across the Pacific. So, But the Chinese say that, well, wait a minute. What we're just doing is um, it's this, uh, it, we're monitoring the storm waves, and we're flowing with the wind, and... Um, the website, the Western Wind blew it off course. Mm. We're sorry. Um, we're, we're just looking, trying to do some research and meteorological <laughs> reasons. Just research. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this mm. drifting across the United States. Right. But I, to me, I think there's a lot more to this. Yeah, I do. A little too. bit more anyway. Okay. Uh, Blinken called off his trip to China. Mm hmm. You know, our secretary said, Blinken, right. Blinken, he was supposed to go over there, and all of a sudden, oh, there's a balloon in the air, <laughs> and so let's call it off. Hmm. Um, 
So why would he call off a trip mm-hmm. to China? Because we're trying to deal with China, right? Right. Um, we're trying to end this war, and believe it or not, in the Ukraine. Um, it, it is true. Um, this thing that's going on, apparently, uh, Burns of the CIA mm-hmm. is is... The Swiss newspapers have reported that Burns offered Russia 20 percent of the Ukraine if they just shut down and stop attacking hmm. and call an end to the war. Right. Putin right. says, well, but nah, we'll do it on our terms. Now, the CIA has denied that and the State Department's denied that. But mm-hmm. news agency, I don't think they would report it unless they had some information on that. Right. Well, let me let, let's say this, too, um, before we kind of move on. Uh, and Investigator Dave, uh, by the way, on the show for years and years and years uh, every Friday, but uh, comes to us with a uh, police background for decades and then a LAPD. And then, of course, uh, a private investigator and a history background. He's been a history teacher. So a lot of different backgrounds go in when uh, when Dave is doing research, which I really appreciate this balloon thing. They said they're just sure that they don't have any nefarious, <laughs> nefarious things going on. What's interesting is, is when something happens, we're so quick to call it a terrorist act. But when China wants to float a blimp around, we're really quick to say nothing nefarious going on. Just absolutely about the weather. We're totally fine here. No big deal. And and they're not doing this all uh-huh. the time. Right. They're not doing this all the time. Why are they doing it now? And if this was to collect research, they would be doing this consistently all the time and then telling us it was for research. So obviously something's off. But, you know, my first thought on this, and you can totally disagree, Dave, my first thought on this, and I'm not kidding, we just had the um, airport hacking, right? Now we have this blimp in the sky that can come into our airspace, say that they're not not doing anything nefarious, hover over Montana for some weird reason. Why Montana? And uh, and then, of course, we don't do anything about it. So what does that look like? It makes us look weak and vulnerable, right? We look like a country that's getting weaker and weaker. Oh, our computer systems, we're not taking care of those, obviously, if they can hack into the FFA or the, you know, into any kind of government agency, right, that controls our, our anything, radio, air, airwaves, anything, right? And then also, gee, anything can hover over our, our, our space uh, and we don't do anything about it, especially when it's China. I think it's a, I think the most important thing to them is getting in digital currency. So I think they're laying a case right now in the public to say we are weak and vulnerable and we're not really doing anything when somebody comes over here, does something to us. Now, these are the false flag, I think, uh, um, uh, airport thing. I think that was a false flag. And then of course, blamed on nefarious hacking, um, or a system that went bad. But I actually think it was prefacing us for a digital currency takeover because they have to make us look like we're vulnerable in order to, in order to have a false flag to get that done. Right. Um, okay. I can understand your logic there. That was my first thought. That was my first thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just for um, on my side of it, you know, if they if it is a surveillance, mm-hmm. and uh, let's let's just say if it's they can get all the surveillance they want, they've got satellites yeah. and everything. They're looking down on us, right? They so don't need what are a they balloon. Doing? Don't need a big balloon hovering across, and it is going across the United States. Apparently, it's in mm-hmm. uh, it's heading toward Alabama, and then going to go out South Carolina or somewhere out there. It's mm-hmm. just floating across the country. Right. Um, I'm thinking just a couple things. What if it was a CPS? 
Okay. Okay. And if you blow off one of those, and it, it's a threat to the United States, if you shoot it down, it'll go off. Mm-hmm. And it'll cripple, it'll cripple half the United States or more, you know, if it's a CPS device. So we don't want to shoot it down just in case. Mm-hmm. Is it a threat? Um, I don't know. Right. I, <laughs> but they're, they're not usually is, doing that. But, so. Strange. Yeah. But, you know, as a, as a detective that I am, I always look for what's behind this. Like what's motives who's benefiting and, and mm-hmm. I just go back and forth and back and forth. And it could be part of international politics mm-hmm. um, and to me. Right. To me, if we want to solve the Ukrainian thing so that we can go against China. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so this thing is keeping the agitation between China and the United States alive. Right. That's so true. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know hmm. uh, to tell you the truth. Well, and but, there's no uh, like what what would they what would they need it for? I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't not only is this not occurring all the time and but it's occurring right now um, in a year that they would love to see some overhaul changes like I brought up before. But and bring those in with false flags. But the other thing is, is um, we give them all that they need. We give everything to China they want. Right. We kiss their rear ends. We, yeah, we give them much. secrets. We do whatever. The, the Democratic Party is completely in their pockets. So is the Republicans, too. But I would say the Democrats really serve them up for a front row seat for China. And they kiss their rear ends, courtesy of Kissinger, ever since the 70s with the Trilateral Commission. So so we've been gearing towards this. So why would they need to put to to float this over and have it hover over America. And the thing is, is they've been they've been shutting down 50 miles of airspace around it to protect it. So what in the world are they doing? Right. So we're, it's either blamed on yeah. China or it's something that we're doing or something very weird is going on here because this isn't what's necessary about this thing. And what is it actually doing? And I don't buy it. Uh, that has anything to do with weather. So. So you're saying it's a psychological effect. I do. I of, think it's uh, more psychological. Yeah, I think that's I, right. that would be a big component because I think we're going to see a series of events leading up to the summer that make us think that we are not going to take much action when people do things to us and we're weak and vulnerable enough to get somebody to hack in to do an entire digital currency with our banks. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's 45,000, what, 45,000 feet up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can shoot that down. Yeah, but I mean, we don't. Boom. Why? No, no problem. Yeah. Uh, why? That's that's the big question I have. Why don't we just yeah. shoot it down? Well, and maybe uh, we're not doing it because we have to maybe look like we are um, going along with it, but watching it, but going along with it because we can't really fight it or don't want to for some odd reason. I don't know. There's just something very psychological going on here, um, but we'll have yeah. to see. I, I don't buy any of the reasons why they, they go, oh, nothing to see here, folks. This is totally normal. This is totally fine. Don't worry about it. I don't know. I just don't believe that. Um, but yeah. um, I guess some people will. Well, it's either know. psychological or it's political or both. Yeah. Yeah, and for sure. I, I it think, could be I a think big co- political reason, but uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. The yeah, I'm right there with you. So we're going to go off to a break. We'll come back. You've got a lot coming up on. Uh, well, we have a lot to talk about on um, yeah. on long laid, long laid plans and um, how they have worked, but also how we have rejected some of these plans. So there's some good news in this, too. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. More with Investigator Dave when we come back. Be right back.
talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Now, you guys know whenever Investigator Dave's on, he picks the music. So, I love this. Do you know, you want to know something? Investigator Dave, you always pick stuff I've never heard. I've never heard this song before. Well, now you have. Now I have. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, And uh, make sure you're off speaker, too, because it'll come in a little clear. Also, I just wanted to mention Balance of Nature, balanceofnature.com. Look, you hear me talk about it every day. I know. But I'm telling you. People like like today. I just got a message. What supplements do you do you think I should take? Well, there's there's two different things on it. There's three different things on the website. Balanceofnature.com is like a daily multi because you're getting all of those nutrients. It's helping cholesterol. It's helping sugar cravings. It's getting your body to restore to it back in balance. It's it's delivering 31 fruits and vegetables to your body every day. Okay, I don't. There's no other supplement that's going to do that. And you should be supplementing your food with nutrition. So balance of nature is kind of like your multi. Then I take FIQ, which is the um, copper product. And that is the best delivery system for, for uh, copper. And you're going to see big changes when you finally, finally have enough copper in your system to not only detox, but to also, um, um, it's like, it's the master mineral that tells the other minerals what to do. And it has to work with iron. And we are all pretty much very deficient in copper. They've been stripping it out of our food since the 40s. So you must, you should be taking copper and magnesium and FIQ. There's a link now on the bottom of the website and you can get that product straight from, from us. And you can actually um, help the show while you're doing it and get that product. But I would absolutely be taking that every day. It's just one a day and you take it every day. And when you combine these things, I think this is the kind of multivitamin really in a sense, when you combine minerals, trace minerals with fruits and vegetables, you have got the most amazing way to resurrect your immune system. Okay. I love balance of nature. Balance of nature is an incredible product. I have so many friends that have been taking it for 20 years. Please put in the code Kate. Okay. Promo code Kate, K-A-T-E. Order it up. If you don't like it, send it back. You're going to love it though, because you're going to feel different. Skin's different. Hair's different. Everything's different. You're going to feel it when you take it. And, uh, and it, and if you ever even feel like you're starting to maybe get a sniffle, you just double up on it and it's gone. This is an amazing product. Balanceofnature.com. It's affordable. You should be taking it every single day, 31 fruits and vegetables a day. I love this product. Okay. That's what I take every day. I take uh, FIQ magnesium and copper, and then I take my minerals and then I take, uh, and also has calcium and phosphorus and stuff in it. And then I take, um, uh, balance of nature now, or I take FIQ now, always balance of nature. So anyway, just w- th- both of those links are at the bottom of katedallyradio.com. And by the way, there's only two and a half weeks left to get the replica coin that puts silver back in your pocket, the real silver round. And it's the Kate Daly show replica coin modeled after the first coin. These, these won't be available after two and a half weeks. We have a, um, uh, we have some left and I'm hoping that you'll get them. Please go online and grab some for 
for yourself and you're helping Truth and Radio, but you're putting real silver back in your pocket, 30, 40 bucks back in your pocket. It's marked up to $99 to help the show. Please go to the top of katedallyradio.com and order. I do have some in studio as well. If you're local to me, you could get it with cash and check, but you can order online. Okay. So investigator Dave, let's go. You got a lot to talk about today. I love this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, you know, Kate, that uh, I'm a historian, right? Yes. Right. I got my degree in history, and I mm-hmm. love history. I've done some, uh, a lot of work in that. Uh, oh, by the way, I've, I wrote an article too that's going to be in the Barnes Review uh, nice. this next month. Wow. So nice. I'll send you a copy. Okay, please. But it's a, a history statement regarding uh, black soldiers in the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. So it's, and nice. they want to print it. Okay. So I go, okay. But I, in the meantime, I want to talk about the New World Order. Okay. Uh, you don't seem to like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope, yes. If you're a true American, you're going to be anti-New World Order, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But <clears throat> study in history and, and also politics, this has happened all throughout time, these New World Order type people. Wherever there is money and power and, and prestige and anything, some men gather mm-hmm. to that, and they want to take it over. They want to own it. Right. You can't get rid of them. You never will get rid of them. Uh, they're always there and always trying to get their fingers in, and they're getting very effective at it. They, they get together, and uh, they figure out ways they conspire. They get together in groups, uh, skull and bones or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They'll organize with other people who have the same goals, the same ideas about taking over, and they'll work their way in. It just happens. In studying history, I've seen it over and over and over. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've seen it with uh, with Augustus Caesar. I've seen it, you know. Uh, well, let's take an example here. And I was just reading this the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, King David. Mm-hmm. Of all people, this is in the first Kings. It's in the Bible. I'm going to give you, we'll give the crowd something on, on, on first Kings. King David started Israel, ruled it. He won a lot of battles and he was running the show. But he got real old. And he lay in bed, and he was cold, and he couldn't keep warm. So all of his servants went out, and they found this beautiful young woman named Abishag. Mm -hmm. And they took Abishag, and they put her into the bed with him, saying, keep him warm. And so she did. Now, the Bible says he did not have any sexual relations with her. Her whole job was just to keep him warm. Sounds kind of nice. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. All right. Okay. Now, he's old and, and can hardly do very much anymore. He doesn't know what's going on in the world. So he's got this son called Adonijah. Mm-hmm. And uh, his Adonijah is the son of Haggith, who's one of King David's wives. And he says... Verse 5 in, in First Kings, I will be king. So he got a bunch of chariots and horses ready, 50 men together to run ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And he ran over to the uh, um, to give sacrifice. And uh, while he was given sacrifice, he was, uh, by the way, he's a very handsome guy. And um, according to the Bible. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he conferred with a couple key guys. The king guys, one was Zadok, he was a priest in the 
and this castle there, you know, with King David, and also Joab, the army commander. He got these, they conspired together, mm-hmm. and they said, we'll take this kingdom one day. By the way, as I'm going through this, I want people to try to look at what's going on in America today, mm-hmm. see if there's any similarities. Okay. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah. So anyway, he and, him and Zadok and Joab, they get together, but Adonijah does he gets to sheep, cattle, fat calves, and uh, he goes to this altar uh, near Enrigel, and he sacrifices all these things. And then he gets all the royal officials of Judah and pulls them all together in a big guard conference, a big conference, kind of like Congress. Okay. Okay. And he says, I am now the king. Mm-hmm. Oh, my cheek hit the uh, big button. Okay. Uh, okay. Now, while they're in their meeting, Nathan, he's a prophet. Mm-hmm. And he's over there with King David, and he hears what's going on. So he goes back to King David, and he says, oh, first he goes to King David's wife, okay. right? And um, Bathsheba, and he says, listen, if Adonijah takes over, you're going to die. He's going to kill you, and he's going to kill Solomon, too, your other, your son. And uh, because back in those days, if you study history, you find out it doesn't matter who the king was, mm-hmm. whether it was Islam or Rome or Greece, or what, and it doesn't matter. The guy that takes over has to get rid of all adversaries. Okay. You have to kill them off. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I can think of that in the United States history, too. So anyway, um, you have to get rid of these guys. So Nathan goes up to Bathsheba, and he says, listen, I'll tell you how to save your life. Mm-hmm. Go to King David and say to him, my Lord, the king, didn't you swear to your servant that Solomon, your son's going to be king after me? My son also, and he'll sit on my throne? And then what about this Adonijah? And um, then Nathan went into Bathsheba, and he says, listen, go tell him that, and I'll back you up. So she's telling King David all this, that, you know, he sacrificed cattle and calves, and he's taken over, and... uh and while she's saying this, King David's laying in bed listening to her. And then Nathan comes in mm-hmm. and says, yeah, she's telling you the truth. Haven't you heard that Adonijah is going to be king? He's going to sit on your throne? He's gone down and sacrificed all these cattle and stuff? Mm-hmm. And King David looks up and he goes, oh. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even invite us, it says uh, Nathan. He didn't invite me, mm-hmm. and he didn't in- invite um Zadok, the priest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm the prophet, right. and he didn't invite your special guard, your secret service people. The people that are standing around here supposed to protect you, they were not invited either. And so David says, okay, Solomon's going to be the king. And uh, get put him on my mule, and you guys take him out there to uh, the center of town, and you blow the horn, and you say, there goes uh, Zadok the priest and Nathan mm-hmm. the prophet, and they point king, him king over Israel. Blow the trumpet and shout, long live King Solomon. Right. And so, they, and while they're making, whoop, yep, while they're making all this out, noise, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, good old uh, Adonijah, he's having his party. Mm-hmm. The party's winding down. And he hears all this shouting in in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And so he said, what's going on over there? I don't know. 
And so while he was speaking, Jonathan, his son, comes up and says, and Adonijah says, hey, you're a good guy. Come on and tell me what's going on over there. And, and Jonathan says, um, our Lord King David had made Solomon king, and he sent him with Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet, and they're all making Solomon the king. Mm-hmm. Oh, and once all this is told openly, all the people in Adonijah's, all his guests and everybody, they mm-hmm. got up and left town. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But so, and Adonijah said, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. And so he goes and grabs hold of the horns of the altar um, of the local uh, altar there. Apparently it's kind of like a uh, uh, sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, and then he says, let King Solomon swear to me today. He'll not put me to death with a sword. Mm-hmm. And uh, Solomon was there and he says, all right, he'll show himself to be worthy, not a hair of his hair to fall ground. So King Solomon actually kind of uh, forgave Adonijah, but he kept him under, under a watch. Mm-hmm. But Adonijah still wanted to be king. And so after all this was over, he went over to uh, Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. And he said, listen, um, uh, she says, do you come peaceably? And he says, yeah, peaceably. Then he says, I got something to say to you. Say it, she says. And he says, as you know, the kingdom was mine. All Israel looked at me as their king, but now things have changed and the kingdom's gone to my brother. Mm. Or it's come to him from the Lord. Okay. 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 Well, hey, so we're going to. you make me a request? You, will you do me a request? And okay. she says, yeah. We have to c- she says, yeah, go to a I'll break. Give you a request. We have to go to a she break. Says, we'll be right. right back. We'll be right back with the investigator, Dave. Don't go anywhere. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. The tale of the western frontier. The west, it was lawless, but one man was flawless, and his is the story you hear. This is back when uh, men were men, and you could tell, like, um, what what a man was. <laughs> I miss those days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> miss them and greatly. We're all trying to be men. Yes, yes, real men, men that look like men and acted like men. I love that. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, not what the liberal hacky women have uh, dialed them down to, but uh, I just love this era. Anyway, uh, welcome back. We have investi- I have investigator Dave with me, and uh, if you've been a longtime listener to this show, you've listen to Dave. And so I'm happy to have him on today. And also, I just wanted to mention my pillow. They do have that new 2.0 pillow that has the technology. So it keeps you cool all night long. So when you sleep on this pillow, it's pretty amazing. Um, it is a, a nice, cool pillow, and it is—it's just insanely incredible. What can I say? They've been—they—they've had this under wraps for quite a while, and they just announced it. And you can get a two-for-one on it, so you get an extra one for free. And so make sure you take part in this deal because it's not going to last very long. But go to mypillow.com. Code word Kate. 
Okay, and uh, put the Kate in there and you'll get the uh, two for one. And then of course, up to 90% on all the other products that he has and the sheets and the towels and everything are amazing. I have them in my house and I love them, love them, love them. They make great gifts too, wedding gifts, all, all kinds of gifts too. Um, Mother's Day is coming. I would do some Mother's Day gifts right now while you can. That'd be a great gift as well. So Investigator Dave, um, so hit us back up with just the kind of summary of that story. Okay, um, what you got is David is dying, mm-hmm. and uh, Ab- Adonijah decides that he's one of his sons, the oldest son. Mm-hmm. He decides, I'm going to be king, okay. and he tries to take over, and he gathers all the, uh, you know, his own priests, and he gathers the head of the army, and he gets all the dignitaries around Judah, mm-hmm. and he has a big party, and he does all the things that's necessary to be king, sacrificing and everything so else. So he's like self-promoting. And, uh, he's like self-promoting himself into the position. Yeah, yeah. He mm-hmm. And he's got a lot of people following him now. Well, sure. He's got that yeah, air of authority. He's got a big crowd following me more and more. <laughs> okay. But the trouble is, is that uh, David didn't appoint him king. Ah. Um, we don't. Now, no authority. According to David's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, oh, my cat just jumped up on my table here. Okay. And so, according to um, his wife, Bathsheba, uh, she hears about it because Nathan, tell, he's a prophet, he tells her what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, we got to stop this. Okay. And uh, Nathan says, well, go in there and tell David that uh, Solomon is supposed to be king. Uh, remind him, didn't you tell Solomon he was supposed to be king? Mm-hmm. Now, I guess... I don't know if David remembers that or not, but Nathan says, you go tell him that and I'll back you up. So while she's telling uh, David that, Solomon comes, I mean, Nathan comes walking in the room and says, yep, that's right. That's you said that. Mm-hmm. And so so David opens his eyes and, okay, Solomon's going to be the king. And so they all get together and make Solomon king. And uh, good old Abadijah, he hears about that and Adonijah, I'm sorry, Adonijah, he hears about it, and uh uh-oh. And so everybody that's following him scatters because they know what's going to happen to them if they're found on the other side, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to make somebody that David didn't want. And uh, so what happens is that um, they tell Adonijah, and he's trying to get away. He's put his hands on it, and goes to the sanctuary, really puts his hands on his altar, and, Mm -hmm. and, and but. You know, David tells him when he comes here, David says, listen, I'm going to kill you for what you did. Mm -hmm. But I kind of like you because you helped carry the Ark of the Covenant over here. And you've been, you know, helping out Israel. So I'm not going to kill you. But go back to your fields. Mm -hmm. And he says, you deserve to die. I'll not put you to death now. But, uh, you know, just go back to your fields and we'll see what happens down the road. And so, and by the way, you're excommunicated. Yeah. <laughs> took the priesthood away, took the priesthood away from him. And so um, he went back to the fields. Now, what happened was Adonijah really wants to be king. And so that's why he went to, that's why he went to Bethesda, Bethesda and said, you know what I want Go tell David that, make a request for me, will you? Mm -hmm. She says, yeah. So she goes to David, and she says, listen, I have a request. David says, well, you're great. I'm going to make you queen. Sit here beside me and tell me your request. And she says, well, I was just talking to Abishag, 
and, and um, no, <laughs> I was just talking to Adonijah, mm-hmm. and he says that he wants Abishag for his wife. Mm-hmm. Can you give her to him? Now, remember Abishag? She's that beautiful young girl sleeping with David. Right. And uh, David's, now what happens is if she goes with, if she goes with Adonijah, then Adonijah has more authority when David dies to become king. Mm-hmm. So David knows that. So that's why he banned him. And he says, I had to kill you for what you just did. He got really angry. Mm-hmm. Go back. And then uh, we got Joab. Now, Joab's the head of the army, and he was with Adonijah. And uh, David says, okay, we got to get rid of him. So um, Adonijah went and fled to the tent, also the tent of the Lord, and put his hands on the altar. And uh, Solomon has this guy named Benaiah. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a hit man, very, very good guy. And he tells uh, Benaiah, listen, go, go kill him. And so he goes into where the tent of the Lord is. And, and, and Joab says, no, I'm going to die right here. And, Joab, and Benaiah says, okay, boom. He kills Joab, even though he's hanging on to the uh, sanctuary altars. Mm-hmm. So all we got left is is Adonijah. And, uh, but David says, okay, now you can survive as long as you don't leave Jerusalem. Stay here. If you leave, I'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Well, he's there for a while, but then two of his slaves escape, and they run over to Gath. Mm-hmm. And Adonijah runs over to Gath to pick them up, bring them back. And when David hears about it, he says, okay. He gives a nod to um, Benaiah, the hitman. And the hitman goes and takes care of him. Mm-hmm. And then according to the Bible, last verse here in chapter 2, the kingdom was now established in Solomon's hands. Right. So he won uh, and took over. But what you have to do when you take over, the whole theme of this thing is when you have to take over, you've got to get rid of other people who can threaten you, who can stop you from taking over. It happens all throughout history. I I read it over and over and over again. Um, Look at when Woodrow Wilson died. You got Don Fotheringham, right? Right, right. And he talks about when Wilson dies and his mm-hmm. struggle to take over. Sure. But there's bumps in the roads mm-hmm. for the deep state. They, they they can't quite pull it off right. There's always these bumps in the roads. And is there ever going to be a time when the kingdom is now established in their hands? Right. Well, when Woodrow Wilson died of, you know, dementia and shock, I mean, shock and, and uh, yeah, and everything else, he just, uh, he was falling apart for the last 10 years. Um, then they tried to put their own guy in the deep state mm-hmm. because they had just done the Federal Reserve down there on Heckle Island. And, uh, you know, they wanted to take over. The war was over and now there's their chance. But then you got Hoover, Herbert Hoover and you got Calvin Coolidge and you got Harding first. And uh, they wanted to get rid of these guys. By the way, Harding, he was quite a president. You mm-hmm. know, he reduced taxes. Right. He limited immigration. Harding was great. Yeah. Let the women, the vo- women voted for the first time. He was a real conservative. Right. But history throws him under the bus, right? 
And yeah, it does. Uh, it does. It makes it seem like he was just a know nothing guy and he died suddenly in office and just nothing there. Nothing there to view, folks. But that's how history, that's how history talks about him. <laughs> Always amazes me. But, you know, yeah. to the victors of the New World Order go the monuments, the bridges, the history books. And so whenever you have somebody that stands out and does more of the right things, they'll be thrown under the bus in history. No bridges, no nothing, no buildings, right? You do, mm-hmm. and you get bad-mouthed. You know, it's amazing what they do to you. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard to get it. It was hard for them to take over the presidency once Wilson died. Because you had these three guys, really three guys in there, that were real bumps in the road. And they kept winning, even though the deep state tried to put their guys against them. They just couldn't quite pull it off. And, uh, and it wasn't until uh, Roosevelt came along they got their guy in. Mm-hmm. So, right. but are there bumps in the road to come along after that? Yeah. Well, that story well, you that is, that story you told is such a it's such an example, and you can find it in scripture. I mean, this is how old this game is, right? And so, what you were pointing yeah. out is the games of the New World Order and how they try to do things, and everything they touch and do, they have to do in such a nefarious way. Nothing is ever in truth or honor or light or anything good. It's always. It always has to be done with lying and deception and, and everything grotesque. Yeah. And, and it's just never ended in the history of man. It never ends. And so, uh, one of the things uh, we should realize is if we win this time, there'll just be another time. Yeah. And there'll be another time. And even if we win, it's not a complete win because they're still going to be there mm-hmm. doing their stuff. Right. But it's our job it's in us, it's part of us to fight against it, to fight for freedom. We have to. Right. Win, lose, or even if we know we're going to lose, we still fight because yeah. we have to. Right. So so what you got is after Wilson, and then, then they still had bumps in the roads so after Roosevelt, you know. Mm-hmm. And you get John Kennedy. Right. Jack comes in. And Jack, what he does is, you know, he says, okay, we're going to make money. Uh, we're going to get rid of... Uh, we're going to make money officially government money. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to back it up. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a lot of other things that cause. We're going to end this war in Vietnam. We're going to, you know, not let Israel have nuclear weapons. We're going to do all kinds of crazy stuff that they didn't like. Mm-hmm. And so they had to do what? They had to do the same thing to him. Right. Get rid, get rid of him. Yeah, he and was about Ronald to Reagan out the CIA, another, too. Ronald Reagan's another bump in the road. You know, mm-hmm. they shoot him. Right, as a warning shot, because he wanted to get rid of Department of Education, Department of Commerce. They give him a warning shot, then he falls in line. But there were some things I think he wanted to do, but then there were a lot of people working under him that were very, very nefarious, uh, like Bush as his VP. That was, that, was, uh, that was impeachment insurance, right? Because <laughs> he basically yeah, had this guy. he didn't want Bush. Yeah, yeah, he didn't want Bush. They and, kept, yeah. Remember, they kept him up all night. Uh-huh. You're going to go Bush. You're going to go Bush, or we're not going to support you. Right. And finally, he right. says, okay, next, next right. Morning, just at presidential conference, he surprises everybody. I'm going to yeah. Bush. Well, Bush was his handler. Going, what? People don't realize that Bush was the handler. He was the Cheney to the W uh, George W. Bush, right? So Cheney's a handler. George Bush is the handler. They're really the president. They're really the ones doing everything, getting everything, calling the shots. And then the spokesperson was Reagan. And uh, Reagan, I think, at the beginning, did not want some of those things that they were doing, um, but uh, but they were going to do them anyway under him. Alexander and all those guys working under him, they were going to make sure it got done. 
right? Moving us into the new world order. Yeah. Exactly. And so they shoot Reagan, and and he's not dead. They rush him off to the hospital. Mm -hmm. And what happens? Alexander Haig, deep stater, lands in a White House out there on the lawn and says, I'm taking over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wasted no time. (laughs) Wasted no time. And isn't it funny how they did it? I remember reading about that in the papers. Alex Haig, you want to take over? Yeah, you know. know. Fortunately, Reagan uh, survived quite well. Right. Some operation, but right. But then a lot of things happened under Reagan that weren't good, like the vaccine laws and the, you know, they don't have any more. You know, they they can rid themselves of of any liability. And so much happened under him, and problems with education happened under him. And he was the spokesperson. So, you know, it, and we had the Star Wars thing. And then we had uh, just so much going on. The CIA going over to, to Russia and basically um, stealing all the wealth over there and uh, just all kinds of stuff. So the yeah, spokesman just sometimes this, just doesn't just get it. Fight for power. Mm-hmm. Fight yeah. for money. Fight right. for power. It's, right. it's everywhere. And it happens. <laughs> and it's, it's international, too. Yeah. Look at how much money they can make. It's one of the reasons that, look, at you know, Don Fotheringham talks about all the money that was made mm-hmm. in World War One. Right, right. And, and how business expanded. And I, we should compare that also to Ukraine today. Oh, geez, you know, yes. And, and um, we're the more come... we keep this thing going, the more billions we're pouring yep. in there. We're going to come right back. We, you... More with uh, Investigator Dave when we come right back. Computer's going to take us off. And okay. uh, we'll be right back on the flip side of this break. We have so much more to talk about. So don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Please go order one of those silver rounds while you can still get one. They are beautiful, and they come in a beautiful case, and they're a piece of history. So I love that. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. 